Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Live from the beautiful campus of Alcorn State University, we are live at Jack Spinks Marino Casam Stadium. We take our show on the road. We're just on campus away from the studio at Jack Spinks Marino Casam Stadium Media Room. And this will be the site of many a great home game, a great home environment as we kick off the season coming up in September. Glad you can join us for a special interview. Braves head football coach Fred McNair directly to my left and to my far left, Alcorn Athletics Director Renoy Dido. 30 minutes, we're just going to get a little tease, talking a little bit about Braves football, and we're going to talk about Alcorn State University Athletics. I believe 53 days on the post for new Athletics Director Renoy Dido, as he'll join us to talk about football, to talk about what he's seen so far in his first 53 days. He'll also talk about Alcorn State University Athletics. So a lot to talk about here. Not a lot of time, but we'll get to it. A jam-packed interview. Braves head football coach Fred McNair, Alcorn State Athletics Director Annoy Dito joining us. We'll get to it in 60 seconds here on the Braves Sports Network. The Old Country Store is a proud supporter of Alcorn Braves football. For the best in down-home cooking like Grandmama used to do, you need to stop on by the Old Country Store and see Mr. D and his staff. You'll be glad you did. I'm getting hungry just by talking about it. The Old Country Store is open daily for dining or carry out. And when you go by, tell Mr. D you heard on WBRL 91.7 FM. The Old Country Store is located at Highway 61 in Lorman, Mississippi. Look for the marquee picture of Mr. D holding that famous fried chicken. And when you go by, ask him to sing the grandmama song. That's the Old Country Store open for business. The Old Country Store is a proud supporter of Alcorn Braves football. And remember to please be safe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We are live here at Jack Spinks Marino Casam Stadium. Glad you could join us here for a special interview right here from Jack Spinks Marino Casam Stadium. We're going to talk some Braves football and Braves athletics. Charles Edmond here, Braves head football coach Fred McNair, and Alcorn Athletics Director Renoy Dido joining us here on our first interview, our first opportunity to talk Braves athletics. Of course, a lot has happened at Alcorn State football with the draft. The last time we talked with Braves head coach Fred McNair, we we're talking to man, how many players are going to be drafted? Are we going to get over that hump? It didn't happen 12 months ago, but it has happened. Obviously, Felix Harper, the Cleveland Browns, man, just a lot to unpack, a lot to talk about. And we're joined here by Braves head football coach Fred McNair and Braves athletics director Renoy Dido joining us. Gentlemen, how you doing? Good, Charles. How you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing, Coach? Doing great, Charles. Good uh, to be here, man. I know it's, uh, <laughs> even though we're kind of the third week in May, as it slowed down, Coach, in terms of football, in terms of what you have to get done. Graduation is taking place. You had 41 student-athletes graduate. I think it was 13 or 14 football players. So how how things kind of transformed here? It's been good, Charles, in terms of the graduation. I think that uh, we had uh, about 13 guys to to walk across the stage, and I was so proud to see that of this football program and his coaching staff being able to get the young men to 
dudes have to do in the classroom as well as on the football field too, Charles. So that pays a, pays a lot of dividends to what the coaches are trying to get the young men to understand. Education is a very important role in what we do here at Alcorn State University. Um, you know, I haven't got a chance to see my son graduate in three years. Um, you know, brought tears to my eyes with him walking across the stage. Man, that, that means a lot to a coach when you can, when you can see that happen um, for your son. And, you know, with the things that's going on now, you know, we had four guys uh, go to the go to, go to camp. Um, Felix Harper, you know, he just signed a contract with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the Charles Pringle with the Buffalo Bills, uh, he got released, but some other teams are looking at him. Uh, Jawan Taylor with the New York Giants, Jets. And um, right now, no news is good news to us. When you don't hear from it, it don't say they got cut or anything. So um, even Breland Robinson uh, went with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So... Um, Chris Blair got let go from the Packers. He had a try on with the, uh, the Annapolis coach. So um, we're looking forward to these guys and, um, and, uh, and seeing better better things come out of them. Even the last turn, our latest running back, uh, former running back that played here, he signed a contract with the Winnipeg, Winnipeg Blue Bombers uh, here lately. So um, guys are doing great, Charles. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of them. I'm proud of what they accomplished here. You know, the guys graduated and now with some NFL teams. And for the first time in person, talking with Alcorn Athletics Director Renoy Dido joining us. Mr. Dido, we appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Charles. And it's an honor to be on. Thank you. Uh, and it's been 53 days, I counted. 53 days. You started April the 1st. Yes. Uh, we talked the day of your press conference when you were introduced. I think we had a basketball game, either Prairie View or Texas Southern. I can't remember. So many games. It's, it's all flying by here. But, you know, just talk about getting settled in here, your first uh, 53 days on the job. <laughs> That's funny you ask, Charles. Um, people ask me that all the time, and I tell them it took me about 30 days to find the restroom. <laughs> 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 but um, overall, it's been welcoming. Yeah. Um, the coaches, um, Dr. Nay's been great um, with her leadership. Um, the coaching staff um, been welcoming. The alumni, um, whether it's ones I graduated with or alumni that, that graduate before or after it's been a welcome we've been laying out the carpet and that's been good it's been a good feeling to come back um there's no place like home and i feel feel like i'm at home and i am at home and, it, and it's a very very good feeling and you've had a couple of big events the uh the midwinter conference the national alumni conference in atlanta and then the celebrity golf tournament down on the coast so you've had a chance to hobnob with a bunch of folks yes 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 and all all three of those events that you mentioned Charles, were great events um as i mentioned um some people I haven't seen in years. Um, as, you, as you know, um, before I came back, it's been over 20 years since I've been back on campus. So to see a lot of those different faces um, that I remember being on campus has been great. Um, and just the welcoming. As I mentioned, that, 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 that carpet, that red carpet that, um, that fans and alum been, been laying out for me has been great. Um, just the different stories they've been telling me, right? And, um, and just welcoming me back has just been a great feeling. How, how comfortable is it knowing that you're working for an athletic director for your alma mater and the fact that you played football here how has that made that more comfortable for you in terms of just getting settled in it's that old cliche they said you have some skin in the game right mm -hmm. um and and i really meant that so it's it's, it's a, a good feeling um and, and you know when you with the work that you're doing is for a purpose and it's it's, it's your family right you, you're yeah. doing it for your family um i believe purple and gold no question i have my, my bachelor's and my master's from all corn and so everything that's that's put in it it's even extra right because it's, it's it's a family it's like you you doing this for your family and it's been good so just the just seeing where we can go um it's amazing um and we're there we got we full of potential Charles when I say potential we full of it um and just getting everyone bought into it when I say everyone all the alumni together and I think we can do it 
some great things that we can in front of us. Speaking of, of potential, I know you've had conversations, Coach, with, with, with the athletic director and, and vice versa, seeing where the program is. Obviously, it was a tough season last year, we all know, and people kind of, you know, needle me about it. Man, what in the heck happened? And I try to explain it. You explained <laughs> it. You talked about it. So talk about those conversations between the two of you in terms of just the program, where, where it was and where it's going. You want to start off, yeah, I guess the yeah. biggest thing, you know, um, just talking talking with Dito, uh, the things that, that we're trying to do with this program is trying to trying to raise the level of it up and, uh, you know, get more people into the stands, you know, even buying season tickets. Um, you know, season tickets, even though you're not here, you still have that, that money for the tickets. So uh, that's the biggest thing that we, we, we've been communicating about is, is about the season ticket sales, you know, just a lot of more people need to buy season tickets in terms of, of where we at in the football program and what we're trying to do is elevate their their, 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 their season ticket sales. So uh, we get that done. I think we accomplish a lot of things and the goal will be set uh, in terms of that, just the ticket sales. But uh, football-wise, expectations, you know, I have high expectations and, you know, just coming from athletic directing, we expect we expect to win uh, at all at all costs. So uh, we're going to put our best foot forward. We're going to work together. We're going to iron out all the kinks and, and make sure that things are done right uh, in terms of that. But I think the biggest process is is to to, to, to make sure that Jack Spink Stadium is filled uh, with season ticket holders. And because of that, if that happens, obviously we know it will. That's more money for the university. And speaking of that, speaking of the whole ticket situation, um, I know tickets have been rolled out, season tickets, parking, RV, all that stuff has rolled out in, in phases. Um, there's been some conversation about that and prices and all of that. Things are, I mean, we all know in this economy, things are going up. Right. Um, you know, people are talking about gas prices and some expectations. Of gas might be $6 a gallon <laughs> by the time we roll into the heat of the summer. Let's hope not, uh, but we don't know. But in terms of just the cost of everything, tickets, entertainment, hotels, I mean, I've been dealing with that. It's going up. Everything's going up, and obviously fans are talking about the cost of Brave season tickets, parking, RV, and all that. Talk about how you're able to kind of deal with that, and you know, just lay it out in terms of how things and why things kind of went up for this this upcoming season. Absolutely, Charles, and, and I want to backtrack a little bit. Something that Coach McNair mentioned, um, filling that stadium is huge, right? And when I when I come and when I talk about buying t season tickets, it's, it's not just about the the financial part, but the support. Uh, when I'm envisioning that stadium, when I'm talking about Jack Speak with 22,000, just purple and gold, just imagine that, just, just for those young men to play in front of that crowd. And that's huge. That's what we need. We need that day in and day out. Um, whenever we play, anytime we have a home game, that should be the expectation. Full, full of just purple and gold. Um, one of the things you mentioned was just the cost, what's going on right now. Uh, and it, and it's, we're affected across the boards, right? You're talking about gas. You're talking about the cost of bread. We're talking about eggs. Whatever you purchase now is up. Um, and so when we, we went and evaluated what we have, and we went back to 2019. 2019 was the last year that we had a full season, right? Um, you think about 2020, we didn't have a season. 21 was a, a I guess you can say a, a small season. We had three home games. So with that, we looked at it, and that was a championship year for us, right? So we, we, we hosted a flag championship. We went on to the Celebration Bowl. We were rolling, right? Um, and when we looked at the numbers, so what we did is we went back and we looked at those numbers and said, hey, um, this is the most realistic realistic numbers that we have to work off of. And um, we set the bar from there. Um, obviously, it costs to put on anything, 
right? Um, and we want to make sure the safety, the, the experience that fans get when they come to the game, that is it's first class. So when the time you hit the gate, well, matter of fact, the time you hit the stretch all the way in, we want to make sure it's a smooth experience um, from the concession stands to ushering you to your seats to um, ushering you to your parking spot. That has, that has to be the, the fan experience. And with that is a cost, right? <laughs> and so with that cost, everything's went up across the board. So um, our prices are just reflective of the cost that we're getting, right? And um, even with those costs, we still under, Charles. <laughs> when I say that, we're still under. Um, but we want to make sure, and we're not going to we're not going to cut back on that service that our fans are used to. Uh, so we think that's important, um, especially in this world. We got to make sure that our fans are safe and they're getting a good experience. So we got to make sure those things are in place. Um, the key to it, and 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 going across the board, is those season ticket holders. Uh, we need them. We need them desperately. Uh, when I mean that, any successful program, athletic program, it starts with season ticket holders. Period. Right. Um, if we can get to a quarter. And I'm not even saying fill up the 22,000, and that'll be great. But we can get a quarter of that season ticket holder. That'll help us a lot. Um, we haven't reached that. We never reached that. And I think we can do it. Um, my fans ask me all the time. They're like, Mr. Dito, AD Dito, what can we do to help? This is the first step right here. Become a season ticket holder. Become a season ticket holder and show your dedication. And we can see it. We, we can look at those numbers. We know you that you dedicate. If you're going to buy that season ticket, you're good. Um, one of the things that always uh, uh, makes me afraid a little bit, just looking at the, looking at the schedule. If it rains, um, if we have some really, really bad weather, we're in trouble. Um, and so being a season ticket holder, we know that we're secured all those five games that we have. Um, I think we're going to have six games. And I think, and the reason I mention that, we're going to hold the SWAC championship. Um, but we want to set that tone from day one, September 3rd, when we host our first game, all the way in. That same crowd that we have for a SWAC championship that we had in 19, we can do that from Stephen F. Austin all the way down. No question about it. So with, with the season ticket goal, so you said about a fourth, you would like the fourth of the stadium would be season ticket holders. Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. that's about 5,600 somewhere in there. So, 50, so your goal, obviously, from the season ticket perspective, is to have 5,600 sold season tickets. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's, and that's setting the board kind of, <laughs> you know, I know we can do it. That's achievable. That's achievable. Um, I was telling Coach um, McNair, the goal is to me, we're going to get to the point where we've already sold out, right? We go into the season sold out, and we got to put some seats, some tickets to the side for our away team, right? So we're talking about putting uh, 200, 300 seats to the side for the away team because we're already sold out. If not, they want them to get in. And that's the goal. We want to we want to get to that point. Coach McNair, the importance of that. And you, we've seen these full stadiums where we go, Jackson Southern, and they're always talking about that. Their AD, you know, Roman Banks, and Southern always talks about the season ticket books. How important that is, and the importance it is to sell those things because that's money that's already there. And you're exactly right. Uh, you know, and the biggest thing is for. Um, any 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 young man to get in football experience, or I don't care what kind of sport it is, you know, just coming out and seeing this place, this place packed uh, with purple and gold uh, is huge, man. And the swag championships, all those games, man, that we had, uh, even the Jackson State game, you know, that kind of crowd. And you talk about season ticket holders already here, you know, um, you know, you done got partial of it full. So, uh, and you're talking about. The, the, the kids' experience now, um, it even helps in recruiting, uh, Charles, in, in terms of what we do uh, as coaches when we go out on the road recruiting. Um, if we can just get that shot of the stadium being jam-packed, uh, now you can take that film on the road when crews come in and show them that film and say, this is what it's like, this is what game day is like here at Alcorn State University. 
Yeah, and so you talk about cost, Coach. I'm sure you, you have a lot of needs as far as your football program is concerned, and you're looking at the price list. I mean, just if you can, share just the cost of things today as compared to maybe two years ago to give fans kind of a sense, wow, stuff is really – I mean, we know stuff is elevated now. We know stuff costs more now, but just from the football perspective, stuff that you're dealing with every day, whether it's chalk, whether it's paint, whether it's helmets, whether it's shoulder pads, these are things that people see – but just to kind of give an inside track in terms of just how much things cost to run a football program. You know, and the biggest thing is, Charles, you talk about equipment, you talk about those things that you need uh, in terms of football operation stuff. Everything is going up. Uh, the price is going up. Uh, me and Coach Booz, we go through and, and we go through the price list and try to find different vendors uh, to order stuff from uh, to get a cheaper price. But there is no cheaper price. You look at everything pretty much the same, and it's up. And, um, and that's what we're trying to do for the ticket sales, um, the alumni putting money into the foundations and, and all that kind of stuff. That helps out these programs uh, in terms of what we need to get um, equipment-wise, paint-wise. I mean, everything is, 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 is up, Charles. And, uh, you know, we just have to just keep hacking on it and hacking on it. You know, it's almost like chopping down a tree. You know what I ask. You know, you just got to keep chopping on it, man, until it falls. And, and that's what we got to do in terms of, of making um, – this this department a big success and 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 uh with with our with our ticket sales and our alumni giving and all that kind of stuff. So if we could reach that point where you know we we have donations and and we have these ticket sales up, so I think um, this place would be it's a phenomenal place already. But you know, sky's the limit. How are ticket sales since the rollout? Uh, how are the ticket sales gone here the last couple of weeks since since the rollout? I tell you what, Charles, it's been a, a positive. When I say positive energy, that people want to buy tickets, right? Um, whether whether the price is up or whatnot, they're they're excited about football, which is a good. And we got to capitalize on that. When people are excited, they're excited. We want to make sure they get it. Um, we're working on. We got a new layout with the website with Impact Tickets, um, and we're going fully digital. Um, and so, with that being said, we want to make sure that that customer friendly service is there. Um, Coach mentioned in just a second ago about recruiting, right? Having a full stadium. Um, we can use that with corporate partners as well. They like to see full stadiums, whether that's television, whether that's um, um, we're talking about car dealerships, we're talking about anything that you can think of. Um, if they see those full stadiums, everyone want to be a part of a, that environment, right? Um, and all that plays a part. So when you when you come into the to the into the, 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 the university period, when you hit when you hit it, when you see that environment, you see the tailgating going on, and then when you come into the stadium and you see that energy, that's sellable. That's sellable big time, um, but as you mentioned about the about the games, so a lot of lot of fans, a lot of alum, uh, re repeat. When I say repeat, meaning they, they they bought tickets in the past, they're excited about it. Um, and just with everything, once once you get the opportunity to talk to them, and they get it right, they get it about the price going up. Coach mentioned it. Coach usually gets some some travel shoes, right? We used to talk about something like small travel shoes that's been doing for years. Um, usually about seventy dollars. They're up, up over a hundred dollars now just for the same type of shoes that he's been having, right? Something small as that. Um, so just prices just, just steady increasing, increasing, increasing going up. And um, I don't know if it's gonna stop anytime soon. As you mentioned earlier, we're, we're, we're pushing, you look up before you know, we're gonna be at $6 for a gallon of gas, right? Um, so I, I hope, I hope it stops um, just for the sake for everyone. But as we live in this world and it's, and it's kind of is what it is. Well, since, since you've taken over, not only you deal with football, but yeah. the whole athletic department the whole athletic budget as a whole as we get ready for another quote-unquote fiscal year how is that looking in terms of 
the importance of packing Jack Spanks Marino Castle Stadium. The guarantee, obviously, we're playing Tulane, so that, that'll be a pretty good guarantee there. The home games, we hope a SWAC championship game. Just looking at the whole pie, the whole athletic budget for every sport, as you're looking at the numbers, as you're trying to crunch it and break it down, how is that looking as you kind of look long distance here? Right, and, and the, the best part of it is two things that I mentioned um, early on. Um, we got a good president with, with President Nave, and she gets him. And then we got coaches that understand, right? So coaches understand what we're in, right? And, and they're working with us, right? So they know, like, hey, they're, they're cutting down their travel party. They're, they're looking at different ways that we can save here and there to make it, make, get it done uh, without cutting the student-athlete experience. That's the, that's the, the most important portion. We're going to make sure we're going to have the, the necessities for our student-athletes. We will never not do that. That's, that's first and foremost. And I say it all the time, we're not here without the students. So we're going to always, whenever we do anything, we start with students first. Um, so to make sure they experience when we're traveling, when we're home, whatever it is, their experience is a great experience. Um, but the biggest part I can tell you, Charles, is is the, the cooperation by the coaches. And they get it, right? Um, they know we're not in a, a perfect situation, but if we're in a situation where we're looking at the glass half full versus half empty. And finding find a way versus finding a way not how to do it, right? Um, and that, that's the best part. That, that makes it enjoyable to come to work every day, knowing you got coaches that's ready to roll the sleeves back and figure it out. Um, and that, and that's, that's been good. Finally, you talked about the corporate aspect of it, the corporate sponsorships, going out and getting those corporate dollars. How has that been for you and your, uh, your communication with some potential corporate sponsors and corporate sponsors that we've already have here in the first uh, 53 days? I tell you what, everybody want to be affiliated with a winner. Right, period. Um, and, and coming in, we have we have two two sports that just won championships, right? So you had cross country that the first time ever in school history, and then you had our men's basketball team that did a regular season. All right, we got a long history of football, which is good, and everybody's tied into it, which is great, and we want to keep that going. We want to keep that going. But I think it sets the tone, right? So football set the tone, and the other sports want to continue and continue to come on. And um, as I mentioned, corporate partners want to be a part of a winner, right? Cross the board. So um, when, you, when you're winning, it's easy to sell. Um, during my interview, um, they, they asked me, how do I sell all corn? You don't have to sell all corn. All corn sells itself. Every corporate partner that came, that have visited me since in these 50-some days that you mentioned, the first thing, and it's been consistent, how beautiful the campus is. We got to sell that and continue to sell that. How beautiful the campus is, along with we got a winning position too. We're not just pretty. It's not just pretty out here. We we strap it up and we and we get after it. And I think if we continue to sell that. It's something. Um, I heard Jay on on ESPN mention it several times about the atmosphere. A game day atmosphere is like no other. Um, I was sitting in graduation two two Saturdays ago, and all I could imagine is that stadium, the the, the arena, filled for a basketball game. Just imagine that day in and day out when we 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 we, we toss it up and it's full like that. I said, man, this. You don't have to sell. If you come in there, if I bring a corporate partner in there, they gonna, they want to be a part of it. Trust me. And, and and Coach McNair, because of Felix Harper, we're gonna get back into that. But just what Felix Harper is doing right now, and the representation of Alcorn, what he's doing in Cleveland right now, we're hoping and praying he gets as far as he can go. You talked about the Charles Pringle. You've talked about the other guys that that are getting a taste of pro football life. In terms of selling that to recruits and selling that to corporations. How important is that? You know, and, and then the biggest thing is, Charles, you, you're being a you're being a big fish in a small pond, and 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 it, and it goes to show you that you can go anywhere from Alcorn. Um, and I tell I tell the recruits this all the time when I sit down with them and talk to them about coming to Alcorn, and and, and the first thing I always talk about is just how beautiful this campus is. And they 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 take trips around this campus, 
And the first thing when they come back, the parents give me feedback and how beautiful the campus is and everything charged. And, and it's just a beautiful campus. And, uh, and people want to be a part of, of beautiful things. And, and, and winning tradition that we have, you know, that helps out a lot. Then you're sending guys to the NFL. You have four guys go to the NFL from here this past draft. And, um, you know, that's a recruiting tool itself. Um, and, and just to show you how things work uh, during the course of time, this is something that, that this Felix Harper young man, he's been talking about for a long time, uh, about the NFL. You know, um, when he first came on campus and he mentioned Steve to me, he said, Coach, I, I, I just want to get a shot. And I told him, I said, you will. I, I, I told him, I said, you'll get a shot. Um, his mom and dad always talked to him about him playing. You think he's too small. I said, it doesn't matter. I said Drew Brees was probably five eleven when he went to the league, um, so you know it's just to show you the the, the the kind of the things that we're doing here at Alcorn, and all these guys are graduated with degrees, you know, and had an extra year to play, and um, and in terms of what we got coming up next, we probably got seven guys on the team now that's actually got eligibility left for working on their masters, um, and just to show you how much we emphasize the education part on this campus and, and just got good news from Javonna Smith a while ago. She does a real good job with our compliance. We got over half our team uh, with a 3.0 right now. Um, you know, we got the term GPA for the whole team uh, is 3.01. And so the kids are doing the work in the classroom and they show you if they do the work in the classroom how they can become champions on the football field. And so that, that kind of pay, plays into it all. Uh, Charlie, we as coaches, we all combine it together. If you can do it in the classroom, football field won't be an issue. Um, just to show you the things that, that, that we're doing here at Alcorn, and, and we're going to be successful uh, with our kids on and off the field. How does it feel when you look at someone like a Felix Harper and signing that three-year deal, whereas you have players that went to bigger schools, the Alabamas and the Georgias and the Clemsons of the world, that did not get that. Felix Harper got that. How does, how does that make you feel? You know, when I got when I got the news about him signing the deal, man, it was like almost like charges, like unbelievable, man. This this young man worked worked five years to get to where he at now, and being able to sign a contract and a deal like this is unbelievable. And then you like you say. Only 254 guys get drafted in the in the NFL, um, you know. Then, but you have those those kids that, right at the tier of it that missed. Uh, you know, the, the quarterback from Georgia, um, Felix. He was in camp with Felix, and Felix is still there, and he's he's not. So that's just to show you, you know, the things that that um, if if you coach them up right and you teach them right and you mentor these kids, the right thing to do. How far they can go, Todd, and it's going to get the other players that we have on our football team, it's going to inspire them to work hard. It's going to make them, it's going to push them. And, of course, we're going to have some guys next year. Um, hopefully everything works out. We're going to have some guys next year. Stay healthy and, and um, with a good offseason, and, and we'll get at it. You, you worked the Legacy Bowl. Doug Williams, obviously, was a big part of that. And after the draft, Doug Williams was asked about the fact that 12 months ago there was zero in terms of HBC players drafted. Now you've got four. He said it's a good start. Well, how would you how would you characterize it? A good it, a, a good start. It is a great start, Charles. When you talk about that, because you only the whole big FBS team gonna probably have about ten guys going in one draft. So you talk about uh, FCS. We talk about the SWAC. You know that's that's a phenomenal number uh, across the board in, in the SWAC. You know you had you had probably have twelve guys go to the league. Um, 
go to somebody's camp, and and that 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 says a lot from compared to what it's been in the past. Um, but that's a start, good 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 place to work from, and I think that you know as coaches here in this conference, um, and and what doing what we're doing, trying to get these guys to the next level, is just to push them each and every day to work hard and and uh, and try to get some of this money they, they got out there. Well, that 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 was my next question. So <laughs> someone like a Felix Harper, and you, and you talked about a Pringle. Chris Blair was with the Green Bay Packers. Just the great stories of Alcorn players at that next level. How important is that now, from your perspective, to sell that as you go to corporate, you know, corporate corporations and different sponsors to say, "Hey, we can build this thing, and you can join us in that." Right, and we've been doing it for a long time, right? Um, so that's that's the, the good part of it, and just educating them about that legacy, right? It's a long legacy of champions. Um, and we don't just have just champions on the field. We're looking at Coach Frazier, right? He just got a Lifetime Achievement Award, right? And what that just tells you is the character of, of what we build out here in Alcorn. When, when students leave Alcorn, they're champions across the board, not just on the field, but just, just good, good, good people, citizens, period. And that's, that, that's sellable. Right. Everybody, as we mentioned, everybody want to be part of a of a champion, good people and so forth. And that's that's there. And that's not not commend coaches for that. They recruiting these type of kids. Right. Um, they come in there as kids and leaving as, as men and women and they developing them through that time. And that's just a, from the step one um, if and holding them accountable. Right. Holding them accountable. And, and the reason they're here, uh, making sure, as coach mentioned, um, that amount of kids that is graduating, we still have another 10 that's going to graduate this summer on top of that. So that's 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 what it's all about. Uh, when we, as long as we're, we're developing kids, when they're leaving here and they're becoming better citizens, we did our job. And, of course, people obviously are excited about football coming up. We open up uh, our first home game, have five home games. We had three the previous years. Uh, just, just talk about when people are trying to get through the process of buying those parking season tickets, tickets, whatever it is. There have been some kinks along the way. Uh, is that a little bit you've kind of worked through those here over the last few weeks? Yes, and we have time, right? So we're not kicking off tomorrow, right? So so the good part about it is if you are having issues, um, make sure you let us know. Um, and, and we're giving you enough time. So especially those 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 returners, right? When I say return, if you bought season tickets last year or previous years, we're giving you over 30 days to, to get it, you know, work those kinks out um, and before we release them out to the public. Um, so just bear with us. Um, as we mentioned, we're trying to do a full, a fully online service. Um, and, and, and how we look at it, we're getting us ready for the Celebration Bowl, right? So when we go to the Celebration Bowl, it's going to be fully online. So we're going to be already ready, ready and prepared uh, when that happens. Of course, game day experience. We yes. all know how great it is when this place is packed, homecoming, Jackson State, Coach Sanders and that team's going to be here, rolling in here in November. Just the whole game day experience from the time, as you mentioned, coming in through the gates, you park, getting in through the gates, just a game day experience. Have you evaluated that? You've talked to people about that and you got some ideas there? Yes, I got. I have some ideas I'm playing with. Um, some of them I don't want to avail yet, um, but I, I want to do something special for those those season ticket holders and those season parking holders. Something something that you know that you're part of that, right? Whether it's the, the access in is a, is a smoother process than others, but I'm, I'm working on some things um, to make sure that we can do it, um, making sure for as uh, egress and degress that it's capable, but I'm definitely, definitely looking into that. I know when you were here, parking was one thing, and then we just had this parking lot behind us where we're sitting, an additional lot, additional parking, so additional opportunities. Yes, yes. I tell you what, um, we're blessed here at Alcorn. We've we, we got one of those stadiums that if you park anywhere around the stadium, you're in a premium parking spot. 
you're not going nowhere else almost in the country where you're going to be able to park this close to the stadium. Meaning, meaning you get out, you, you roll your windows down, you're right there at the stadium, literally, mm-hmm. right? Um, and another portion that we have that's big and, and people kind of push away from it is our tailgating. We're, got, we're tailgating in premium parking spots. Usually when you go to different um, different arenas or different stadiums, they're going to put tailgating way far away. You know, you're going to have to walk you far away. I would tailgate. You can go tailgate and come into the game right there. We're talking about within 50 feet. You're, you're right there walking into the stadium. Um, and I think that's still big. That's that's part of our culture, right? So when you drive up and you get that whole feeling of the tailgate and then you go into the game, that's all part of the, the game day experience. I think that's something we need. Uh, we want to continue it. Um, and that's 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 a great thing that we want to continue. Well, you've been associate commissioner of of the MEAC, so you've worked under another alkanite doctor, Dr. Dennis Thomas. Some of the some of the things that you've learned from being uh, an associate commissioner, some things, some ideas and ideals that you can bring here as you as you come back home. I think one of the the biggest things is is paying attention to details. No, nothing's too small to to to, to tackle. I think that's huge, and it goes a long way. Um, customer service is huge period, right? Um, how you treat people, that service they have. Um, as you mentioned about the prices, if, if you explain it to people, people are tending to, to, to continue like, okay, I'm fine with it. If I know what's the process and whatnot, um, it goes a long way. Kind of even thing with recruiting, right? If you're talking and you're talking it through and you're telling the process, folks folks are more lenient to, to listen in. And um, that's one been one of the biggest things to all, um, just, just being, being receptive. Uh, when I say receptive, not just listening, but going back and really listening and putting it in place, right? Um, if enough people tell you certain things, you might have to look into that, right? And, um, and continue that. What's been the reception in terms of the rollout prices and all that? I know it's been back and forth. I see it on social media. It's just kind of kind of back and forth. I was talking with somebody today. They said, hey, I'm an Alkanite. Yeah, the price is a little bit more, but I'm still going to support it regardless. And that, and that's the majority I've been getting, Charles. Um, it's, it's higher, but I get it. Everything else higher. I pay more for this, this, and this. Why wouldn't I do that for my alma mater? And I like that. That's now that that gives you pride, right? They say, okay, that's we're all in this together, and, and we're going to continue that. We need everyone, right? We're not big enough to be split up. We need everyone to buy in to be a part of this and to continue to grow for us. We, we can be champions. Well, Coach, I, I know I've been talking with people the last month football basketball at the baseball game the softball games everybody's ready for football football media day is two months away everything that's been going on a lot of talk the saving sanders thing that's that's still that's still hot even though the sec coaches are, are on a gag order right now they can't really talk about it uh but i guarantee you after the fourth of july it's gonna be talked about i promise you that as we get ready for football media day right now here we are memorial day is next monday and before you know it, it'll be June, uh, summer school, first summer session. What's going to be taking place with you and your coaches and student athletes coming in the first session? Will there be a lot of students, uh, football players coming in? Right now, we got a little bit more recruiting to do, Charles, in, in terms of what we got to get in before the end of the month. Um, still trying to identify some guys for uh, 2023. Um, you know, right now, we're, we're watching film on some of the guys we were on the road um, and, and uh, getting information from. Um, going to watch them practice and spring practice and things like that. But um, the month of June will be as normal. You know, we'll be in the office. Um, then July come, we'll have the kids here on campus uh, for workouts. You know, I always tell people how it works. You know, you have to get in shape to get in shape for camp. So uh, that's one of the things that we're going to do. Um, Coach Gant has been doing a great job. Uh, as I was talking with him earlier today, in terms of workout uh, programs and things of that nature, how we're going to get these kids through and get them stronger. Um, 
But other than that, Charles, you know, it's just it just July fifth. We'll have the guys here in, on campus. Uh, again, come August fourth, we'll we'll put it up in the camp and um, and try to get ready for September third uh, for our first ball game against Stephen F. Boston. I do want to add too, Charles, the Legacy Bowl deal with uh, three of the four guys that was in the Legacy Bowl got into camps. Uh, Felix Harper, Jawan Taylor, and uh, LaCharge Pringle. Um, so that was great. That was a great start for them uh, being in the Legacy Bowl. But other than that, uh, get ready for Stephen F. Austin September 3rd. I really was really disappointed about Chris Blair because I thought he would stick and stay. Uh, you know, obviously Green Bay's number one receiver went to the Las Vegas Raiders. And so I thought there would be some opportunities for Chris Blair because he really hung in there. And I thought, you know, there are clearly some different things on the offensive side of the ball there in Green Bay. And I thought Chris Blair would fit right in with his frame. His attitude, just a great kid. I thought mm-hmm. it would be a perfect fit for Aaron Rodgers, him and Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I was surprised too, Charles, when I heard the news about it. And um, I thought, you know, he had a, a legitimate shot of uh, making that team. Um, but I think they made a, a few more acquisitions to, to get guys in at that receiver spot. Um, but, you know, one door closed, another one opened. So, got to work out with the coach. And hopefully we'll hear some good news about that. And I think that um, he'll keep moving on. He's a hard worker. Uh, we first recruited Chris Blair, Blair out of Hines. He came here and just took over the receiver room and just said, "Guys, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna get a, get get ready to play." You know, so um, he's a great leader. Um, he lead by example. So I think that's what's going. He'll get somewhere. He'll find him a job. Well, coach, normally during this time of a year, it's kind of boring. You know, I mean, you, <laughs> you, you, you sign players and. Graduation is taking place, and everybody's gone home. You get a little bit of a break, but in this conference now, it's 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 red hot transfer portal uh, with the NIL. Let's let's start with that. What what are your thoughts about the whole <laughs> NIL thing? Because that's that obviously is a is is a big deal. And I talk with you know your former defensive coordinator Cedric Thornton, who's at Grambling at the softball game, and he was talking about recruiting what he's dealing with and. He talked with a guy, and the first thing he was talking about was getting paid through NIL, and the conversation <laughs> ended right there. Is that, Coach, is that kind of what you're dealing with now? Is that is that the new norm when you're talking with potential recruits or transfers now? It's almost not. It's almost charged that uh, the, the NIL deal is where you're promoting yourself. There's nobody else is paying you. You know, you you got to find somebody that's going to say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you an endorsement. And that's that's the way it is. I mean, you don't, you don't come to the school looking for money. <laughs> Because it's not going to happen. If you're good enough and somebody's like your name, image, and likeness, they'll they'll bring you on board with a company or whatever it may be and say, uh, we're going to endorse you and we're going to give you a contract for your name, image, and likeness. And you walk in, obviously, in a a whole new era with NIL and Transfer Portal. So you know all about that. Talk about what you're dealing with there in terms of putting things in place, if that's the case, in terms of kids, you know, in these NIL deals here at Alcorn. Right, so we're gonna make sure we have software and a system in place. If a kid is on that, we're gonna make sure they're not going to, they're not getting themselves in any kind of trouble, right? Um, one thing we don't want to happen is you do sign an NIL deal and you come back in, in that January tax season and you, you got you owe money back, right? And you're not aware of it. So we're gonna educate our students, right? Our student athletes, make sure they're aware of what they're getting into. Um, that's the biggest portion we have to do, right? Um, Coach, you spot on. You're going to sell yourself. If you're good and you go out there and play, they'll come find you. Um, so if you're sitting there worried about that all the time, you, you're, going, you're going to lack in your performance, right? Just worry about your, your, your performance and they'll come. And they'll come in due time. Um, it's just like the draft. 
It's just like the NFL. If they if they if, they, if you're good enough, they're gonna find. You. Yeah, they're gonna find you. And that's that's where it comes in at. So um, that's just to say the least of it. And um, but you know, our guys, we're gonna prepare ourselves for a good season, Charles, and uh, and work hard uh, this summer and into camp in August. Well, since we've talked, even latest news: Noah Bowden, quarterback we saw at Grambling, is now at Southern University. Dumas is at is at Southern. Uh, just all this movement, Coach. I mean, it's been a lot of movement since we've talked a couple of months ago. I mean, it's, just, it's almost, I wouldn't say nauseating. It's crazy in a way. It's exciting. It keeps, it keeps us talking. What do, you, what do you think about all that all that movement? They, they think of some of them just moving with the coaches. And, uh, they, they, they got the coaches they like, and they just who they want to play for, especially the last season. And they, they got a chance to hit the transfer portal. Of course, if hit the transfer portal, yeah, I'm going to pick them up. You know, if if that if I if that guy played for me at another school and he say signed the transfer report, I thought I left. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna swing him back if he's that player, if he's good enough. Uh, I, yes, I'll I'll bring him on right on in, Charles. But you know, it just uh, just uh, there's so much going in, and you got guys in the transfer report have been there three years. You know, they they still there. There's a chance that you got to take, and you know, it just it's just that way. So, you know, we we try to educate our young men of, of doing the same thing and. And just be careful if that's the decision you're going to make. You have to live for it. You know, um, it may not happen. Yeah. Or it may happen, you know. So I guess it's safe to say it's never a dull moment now. Even though the holiday is on Monday, you're you're busy working and grinding. There's always something exciting, Charles. <laughs> you're going to read something, man. And uh, you're going to hear something about somebody. So it's always exciting to to just listen to the news that, that surrounds you, man. And uh, a lot of times you don't have to say nothing. I don't think I have to do it, just listen. <laughs> Before we let you go, and uh, we appreciate you coming on, we're going to do another interview with uh, Alcorn Athletics Director Renoir Dido as, he, as he's really getting settled in, 53 days on the job. What would you like Braves fans to know about you know, your first 53 days and you're working with, you talked about the importance of having a bunch of season tickets, at least having one-fourth of the stadium for season ticket holders. That's about 5,600. Just talk about your goals here as you get ready for the summer. Just keep the passion, right? Don't let the passion die, right? Um, I, I hear about the passion, heard about the passion. Keep it up. Don't stop. Um, and remember, the biggest thing is about that all coin. I always say about that A, supporting that A, um, protecting that A, um, and continue that. Continue that. We need it. We need, we need everyone to be a part of it. And I think we got great things across the board. Um, as I tell Coach, football, um, cross country going to crank it up and volleyball. They're cranking it up. They're cranking it up the fall season and everybody else going to roll from there. So we need we need all Cornites to come out and be supportive across the board. How do you feel? When we talked, we were in the process of winning our first regular season championship in 20 years. You know, so you kind of walked into a situation where our, our men's team was red hot and then we won the regular season. Right, Talk about right, that. Right, That was exciting. That was exciting. It's been over 20 years. Yeah. Right. Um, since I was in school when the last time we won the regular season. And, um, but it was good. It was good for the program. Uh, when I say that, I'm not just speaking of basketball. I'm talking about the athletic program. Um, and it's, it's, it's just like anything, it, it accumulated through the, the culture, right? For, so everybody want to be a part of a winner. So that's the, the whole athletic department. Uh, one of the things I, I realized since I've been here that the coach has got a, a tight bond. And they push for each other, and that's good. So he, you know, just like your brother, you got you got a rivalry, right? So yeah. you say, hey, um, my brother won. I want to win too, right? So everybody pushing, like, hey, hey, let's tighten up our program. We want to continue this. We want to make sure each link is strong. And some individual stuff, some cross country uh, accolades, some some stuff coming out there. Some individual 
uh, individuals doing some good stuff on the cross country front. Yes, yes, those young ladies are strong. Um, they did they did very well in uh, indoor and outdoor. So those those distance races it showed it showed when you went to outdoor as well. Um, we got a young man, Jane Palomino, is is going to be um, competing this Friday um, in the in the high jump in the regional. So um, track and field coach Joseph is doing a great job over that side. Um, and continue and continue to build. Like I mentioned, if that it's almost like that rivalry. Everybody want to continue to get better. Want to make sure I'm holding my program um, up to standard. Uh, I just came off the road dealing with baseball. Uh, Reggie Williams, great guy, first year yeah. head coach. Uh, worked in MLB. It was a tough, tough season for for Braves baseball. Competitive. Um, just, just talk about that because that's kind of hit the social media tracks and just the, the, the games that we played, the one sided. Deal, but coming in when he did a limited roster, just 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 talk about that a little bit. Right. One thing I commend our baseball team—they got the fight in them. They're not quitting. They show up every day and ready to play, um, and they're not backing down to anyone. Right. Um, and that's that's that shows a lot. Um, and, and you see that, you know, you got potential. Right. And I'm talking about it's easy to go ahead and pack it in. You know, a long season, a baseball mm -hmm. season is long. That's one yes. of your longest seasons you have. You're playing in some in some cases they play two nine inning games um, um, in a, in a day. Right. That's a long season. Never did I see the kids back down. They strap it up. Let's go. Let's go. You know, they, you line the field up and their first pitch, they back ready to roll. And that's that was good to see. Um, no quit at all. Ready yeah. to go. So you are you are you ready to go for the summer and just try to get ready for the first game? Tough schedule, good schedule, I think. You got Tulane, you got McNeese, you got five home games, you got Southern on the road, we go to Valley. Uh, I think it's going to be an interesting football deal. Yes, I tell you what, that's one of the first things um, Coach and I's conversation, like, Coach, the schedule, Coach, let's strap it up, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> We're not scared of any of them. We, we put them on the schedule for a reason. I, I love right. it. That, yeah. that fired me up. Yeah, but he was like, yeah, we want to play them. Let's go. Yeah, well, yeah. So, well speaking of that, because – Again, we always talk about this. Coach McNair and I talk about right. it. I think it's a really good schedule that we have. McNeese is a solid FCS opponent. Right. You've got Tulane. As I know you're dealing with scheduling and football, obviously football schedules. You right. and Coach you know, collaborate on that. What's, what's your philosophy on that? Because some teams are playing a couple of these FBS mm -hmm. games. And you talk about the financial piece, getting a good uh, guarantee for Tulane. But other schools are dealing with things differently. What's your philosophy in terms of scheduling and, and trying to bring in those guaranteed dollars? More or less, trying to pack our home stadium to avoid that? What's, what's your philosophy? My philosophy is this. If we can do it at home, let's do it at home, right? Um, if, we can, if, we can, if we can generate what we generate at a, for a guarantee game, we can do it at home, why not do it at home, right, in front of our own crowd? And we can. And the proof is in the pudding. Just looking at those numbers and some of the numbers that we, we generated with guarantees, we done did that at home. And we can do it. We can do it. We just we just have to have that buy-in. And that's why we're pushing those season ticket sales. That's that's the buy-in that we need, right? Um, but at the same time, we don't mind going out and play those teams, not necessarily for a guarantee, but to show them that, hey, we can compete, right? Um, we almost beat USA, right? Um, we can we can play those teams and beat them. And we're not, and, and taking coach philosophy, we're not shy at any of those teams. <laughs> if y'all want to play us, we'll play y'all. And we, we're coming to win. We're not coming just to kick no check. We're coming to win the game. Um, and I think I think it's, that's the philosophy, my philosophy, um, and, and talking with coach, the same thing. We we're going to compete no matter what it is. We want to compete, um, and whoever want to play us, we'll play them. It sounds like if from the financial part and the guarantees, mm -hmm. if we do what we're supposed to do and pack this place, right. the need for playing a South Alabama, even though it's a it's a quality FBS team or a USM, the need for having to do as many of those games, even in basketball and other sports, it won't be as much of a need if we pack this place for a home game. Absolutely not. 
I saw what we done for homecoming. I saw what we done for a Jackson State game. I saw what we done for Southern. I saw what we done for a SWAC championship. That exceeds some of our guarantees. Exceeds. When I mean bringing in more, right? Um, so we can do that at home. We can do that right here. We got the capability of doing it right here. We don't have to go across the country to do it right here in front of our own fans. And, and that team, they leave out here, they know they just played all corn. There's no question about it. It should be a really, really fun summer, an interesting summer to say the least. And the first home game is right around the corner. He's all court athletics director, Renoy Dido. Coach Fred McNair, thank you. That's no problem, Mr. Dido, we will be talking again soon. That'll do it. I'm Charles Edmond. Glad you can join us. We're at Jack Spinks Marino Castle Stadium on the beautiful campus of Alcorn State University. We appreciate you joining us. We'll talk to you again soon. So long.